Diarrhea. I'm setting the bar awfully low. Titus O'Neil keeps running directly into that bar. Get him off my TV, get him off my TV. You make me very angry. The man who has a better IQ than you, the awe-inspiring JC. You should go work for WWE because you'd be so up far up Vince's No, butt. no, no, no. Oh, you are no, such no, a no, suck no, no. You, you are. defend everything, all the bad moves they make. This is the Chopper Knocker Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Jabberknocker Podcast. As always, it's Nestlemania. Alongside for the ride was the man that was supposed to be at the head of the table, but when they called him chief, he said, not now, I'm in the fucking zone. JC. The only weakness of this Roman Reigns thing is the fucking tribal chief bullshit. Every time I hear it, I roll my eyes. So, stop it. Stop it, Adam. Stop it. Well, let's get right into it. We had Clash of Champions Gold Rush. Uh, it was a pay-per-view. It happened. It was a real thing, JC. It was a really good pay-per-view because it's one another one of those where we had no expectations going in, and those ones seem to be the best ones in WrestleMania. We started with a match of the year candidate, a match that I was super hot fire excited for, a match that I thought delivered more than I thought it would. That is the ladder match triple threat for the IC title. Sami Zayn, Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles, all these men were superb. Sami is just... He's on another level right now. When he handcuffed Jeff Hardy's ear to the ladder, I loved it. I love that. And then he obviously was trying to handcuff Styles. Eventually, they got handcuffed to each other. But Sammy, he had the key in his mouth because he is a smart man. So he unlocked himself and he picks up the win. I thought this was a beautiful told story. It had the great spots. The right man won. Uh, Dose belt Sammy, baby. Dose belt Sammy, you say. Look, I, I, you pretty much took everything out of my mouth. Uh, it was an incredible match. I thought that it was probably one of the best matches I've seen in a long time. Long, long time. I appreciated the creativity of a finish because we always talk about this. You know, sometimes they rehash finishes too many times, too early. Uh, usually, the, you know, they make a joke that they rehash a storyline every seven years and kind of put a new mm-hmm. spin on it, stuff like that. But this one, to me, I don't think... I mean, they do love the earlobe of Jeff Hardy. I don't understand it, uh, but it... It was uh, it was nice making Jeff Hardy the keychain, and uh, that was that was rough. Like I was watching that, going, uh, like one of these times his earlobe is going to is going to break. Like it, it, and it's just skin, I know, but it's cartilage. It's weird. It's just I, I, the I think with the amount of piercings he has, he has no cartilage left. Right? No, I there's get no it. way he has any cartilage left. So anyway, so we have the whole the whole thing with the uh, handcuffing himself. It made me feel very like that's what an old school villain does. Like, ha, 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 you're not gonna win unless I win. I loved it. It made me think of everything that I've watched as a kid. And there was there's no redeeming quality to Sami Zayn. Like, yes, we love him for what he does, but on the surface, you really can't like him. There's nothing really about him that you can enjoy. You can respect him on a certain. Oh, level. I love him. You no, know, we all love I him. Love I know him. we all love him because we're him, we're, yes. we're all Marks loving the heels. But it's just there's <laughs> there's just something about it where it's just like he does he goes out of his way to not be a cool heel. You know what I mean? He goes out of his way to be somebody that. And the Baron Corbin's He's of the annoying. World. He's annoying. Yes. And he, he knows exactly, like, you know, I'm sure backstage people are like, oh, he's great. But, you know, he's kind of annoying. He talks too much. That's probably him to a T. And you know what? It worked. The whole thing worked. And I went, it, it, it was everything you needed it to be. It was, a little bit of, it was a little bit of 
car crashing with Jeff Hardy doing the uh, you know the the uh, Swanton bomb like he normally would. It was AJ Styles apparently that were afraid of heights. That was nice that they threw that in. <laughs> and then you know Sami Zayn just doing Sami Zayn things. So I was I would to me this isn't just an A plus match. To me this might be in the the category for Knockers best match of the year. I that's exactly what I said. WrestleMania. It's on the list. The list is long, but we will cut that down when we have to cut it down. But next up is something that probably wasn't a match of the year candidate. Oscar tapped out Zelina Vega to retain. Do you care? She is terrible. Like she is. She is. Here's here's what here's here's the thing. A lot of people were giving me shit because I said, oh, Zelina Vega is, uh, you know, this, that, and the other thing. Everybody's like, oh, she's so underrated. She's so great, dude. She looks like she's trying to remember a dance routine. That's exactly how it looked like. It made me feel as if she was trying to pretend to be a wrestler versus actually being a wrestler. And it showed. Now, the finish was great. I love the finish. I thought that was a really cool finish with all the reversals and she popped back into the Oscar lock. I thought that was a wonderful little thing at the end there, but it was so much garbage before it that I just didn't care. 32X, if I could have. That's how I feel about that one. Yeah, we can move on because I don't have much else to say. Uh, Lashley beat Apollo Crews again to retain. This match I had no issues with, but again, just a checklist to me. Yeah, I kind of wish this would, I mean, her business is still going to face these guys one way or another. So it, it is what it is, but I'm just not, I'm not excited by it in any stretch of the imagination. So let's just move on from it because Apollo is just terrible. Speaking of not being excited, the Street Profits retained in rerun 3000. Um, Andrade actually kicked out. We don't know if it was on purpose. We don't know what it was, but Angel Garza was actually hurt apparently. So that could have something to do with it. Uh, this was a very weird match with a very weird finish that we've seen about 8,000 times. What more can you say than it's been a rerun and a rerun of a rerun of a rerun of a rerun? It's insane. It's insane. It really is. It just doesn't make any sense. It's it, it's it. This whole like you said, I think you said it last week. This whole pay per view was two matches for us. That's yes. it. That's exactly. And they they didn't uh, care. I, about th- I give I give it three. Okay, sure. If you want to, but you can leave your friends behind. But the other thing is, is just <laughs> I just I couldn't I couldn't in my in my good faith watch this and go. Yep. Like, I'm excited by any of this stuff. Like, it's literally like you order a sandwich, and there's certain parts of the sandwich you're really excited to eat, but there's other stuff in there, like the garnish and whatever. You're like, eh, get that shit out of here. That's why you order without it. And, you know, um, COVID took away some, but it did give us the opportunity for next up. Bailey came out. She wanted her hand raised. Typical heel shit. Like, raise my hand, make me the champion. Ha ha ha. But uh, this actually was a surprise. I'll give them that. I did not expect Asuka to answer the challenge. She obviously already wrestled. Uh, Bailey got DQ'd. Sasha, though, attacks her still in the neck brace. Um, so they at least pushed that story. But obviously with Nikki Cross being out, they had to call the audible. Um, I would say this wasn't a complete waste of time because, you know, Bailey is entertaining. And they did the best they could with it is what I'll, I'll have to say really about that. You could have done this thing without an entire match. You could have had Asuka come out. You could have had shit running heel Bailey run away. And have Sasha Banks meet her at the top of the ramp and beat the crap out of her. That's what you could have done. And then she would have ran away somewhere else in the Thunderdome. You didn't need to have Asuka run twice around and do everything. I think it helped to have Asuka out there, though, because people, except for you, really, really, really like Asuka. So it just puts more heat on Bailey when she pulls the bullshit. Oh now, so you're on, you're on Asuka Hater Island. Because even me, never been the biggest Asuka guy, I think she's been doing great. She's one of the stars of 2020. Oh my really. God. You, you guys set the bar awfully not? low for entertainment. Value. Oh my God. You set no, the bar you, awfully you low. You think if, if a wrestler isn't stone cold, they suck. That's your bar. No. I, I'm, yes. I was never, here's, yes. here's, here's a new flash, JC. I was never a stone cold Steve Austin guy. Never. Never was oh. my guy. But you weren't a rock guy either. No, so I wasn't. Was just, I wasn't Bret a rock Hart, guy. Bret Hart. <laughs> <laughs> At least you can see his hand motion right now. <laughs> Look. 
I was a Bret Hart guy. I was also yeah. a I was also a Taz guy, a Jericho guy. I was oh, a bunch of different dad Jer- guys. Jericho's good. Taz. I I like the short dudes, and I like orange. So he checked a lot of boxes. <laughs> that actually makes sense. Yeah, then. absolutely, one hundred percent. The reason I like orange is Taz. Really. Uh, let's move on to something else. Oh, very very quickly. Do we even want to discuss the fact that COVID is the undefeated champion of the world and just takes out half a roster, or do you just don't care? Hey, this is what happens uh, when, first of all, you're in Florida, and second of all, you decide to have a party, NXT. It affected everyone. So don't do that shit. Be smart. Wear your masks in public, bros. Come on. Get your shit together. Wear your but next up, next up, we have the co-main event. The co-main event in WrestleMania. Drew McIntyre defended against Randy Orton. And you want to talk about schmoz? There was schmoz in this match, baby. We had a wild Big Show. We had a wild Christian. We had a wild heart. Great kid. They all got their revenge on Randy Orton, which helped Drew McIntyre retain. You had a tweet that a lot of the knocker boys were not happy with, saying that it makes Drew look like a bitch that all these people helped him. Whatever. That doesn't bother me. Drew still won. This karma's a bitch, WrestleMania, and nobody had more bad karma built up than Randy Orton for attacking all these guys. So I thought it made sense in the story. So I had no issue with it, but I'm sure you're about to rant about how he looks like a bitch. I'd like to say for the record, Drew McIntyre is a fantastic guy. I love watching him wrestle. He's setting him up to knock him down. But you know what? I just this match made me go. Like the 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 match prior at SummerSlam to me was one of his best matches. With Randy Orton was wonderful. This match, I always hate certain I I I think as much as you like you you like talking about the cage matches, I love talking about ambulance matches because to me that's the stupidest thing in the world. Is like they're pretty silly. They're pretty ridiculous. It's like it's the same thing. Like at least the coffin matches or the casket matches. At least it's like some you know smoke and mirrors pun intended. But this stuff is just like the ambulance matches. Me is just like he got wheeled off. You're gonna you're gonna tell me that Ric Flair actually like I know it's wrestling like you know suspension of disbelief and all that stuff. But come on, you can't tell me for one single solitary second that you're thinking that Ric Flair is going to put Randy Orton into the hospital. No, he's just going to go for a joyride. That would have been funnier, like doing something like that. But it's just the whole thing, the whole thing took me out of it. And like, I understand it's overcoming the odds. I understand it's payback. I understand all that stuff. Maybe it would have been nice to have that done a payback. Obviously, can't take that back now. However, it's a nice story. And then they continued it on Monday. And in my, my opinion, it made me go, we're not done with this bullshit. We're not so so basically here's here's what I have an issue with, right? It's it's people getting their one up on Randy Orton and then, you know, Drew McIntyre seals the deal with a Glasgow kiss in a, in a uh, you know, giant claymore that clearly he, you know, did a good job. He made it made it look pretty decent. However, it's not over. Like we're we're still dealing with the Jerry Let me jobbers. ask you this. It's terrible for me. How many times have Drew and Orton had title matches so far? Title matches? Two. Yeah. How many does WWE usually like to have? Three. Well, no, he said last night, he said, he said, you haven't seen hell yet. And I'm like, can you just say it? Can you just say it already? Hell in a cell. Because that's where we're headed, folks. Next week, or next week, next week we will be in October. At least week we will be, rather. I think two days from now. So uh, if this is dated, we recorded on Tuesday. But it's just, we're in October. So clearly Halloween does not mean Halloween Havoc. It means hell in a cell. So we, I assume we're getting Bailey and uh, Sasha. And we're probably getting the Mac and Randy Orton. Um I don't see anything on SmackDown being anything good uh, getting a Hell in a Cell, personally. But, Ooh, well, you're crazy because we got to go to the main event now in uh, WrestleMania. Um, Roman Reigns came out without a vest. This is uh, something that people have been begging for forever. They finally got to see that sexy physique. All the ladies were <laughs> dripping out of their mouths in other places. 
Men might have been too. I don't know. I mean, he's he's a very good looking guy. Ooh ah. Um, but yeah, this match this match was obviously the second best part of the night. It was a beautifully told story. It kept you on suspense. It finally reached that point of uncomfortable with Roman Reigns where he started to use malice. So for me, this was his heel turn officially. Obviously, they've been building towards it and hinting at it. But as someone who is not a fast food fan, thank you for that, Roman. I don't put the cart before the horse. So I just, I loved everything about this match. Like him, like holding his face going, you should have just laid down. The kick out where he low blowed him out of the frog splash. People don't do that enough as a bad guy. Like that is the ultimate like fuck you sign. If you're going to low blow a guy out of a kick out, um, Roman begging and begging for him to call him chief. Obviously Jimmy runs out with the towel. They tease it. They tease it. They did it better than AEW ever did it with the towel. Um, Jimmy eventually does throw it in. Uh, this was just this was just a beautifully told story. Uh, I loved it. And I love this Roman Reigns. And what, in terms of you saying what's coming next, if you watch SmackDown WrestleMania, who was staring down Roman on the ramp? Oh, yeah, I know. But Alexa I, I, Bliss. I don't want we it to We got Reigns Fiend coming. You're telling me that that's not going to happen in fucking Halloween month? We're going to have Ua versus fucking I, Mr. Halloween himself? I fiend? hope not. I hope not. I really truly hope not. fucking mind. I hope not, honestly, because it just... I want that to, I, I, if everybody says the big end game, no pen, no, I guess it is a pun intended. The big end game is the big E to Roman Reigns. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I would rather see the fiend disrupt Roman. So Roman should probably beat tomato cans for the next six months, in my opinion, or people that uh, are at the same level. I think the fiend is ready, man. Cause you want the fiend to just do nothing. So you can complain about how there was no firefly Funhouse like you did last week. It's happening. It has to, it makes sense. It might, if it isn't at hell in a cell, it'll be right after cause they're building towards this. And the Alexa is a nice little extra thing they have going here. Not Roman Reigns, not best the thing in wrestling again. Not the Walrus puppet. Hey, you never know. You never know. You never know, Walrus. Here, here's something I will say about the main event. We've always talked about it on this program. Uncomfortable equals cash, and it really is. I mean, I was watching it, thinking to myself, "I love this." Like, and I, and I thought I was going to get to a point of like, "Nope, I was going to feel uncomfortable." Like to a point where it made me go, "You know what? I'm going to shut my." I just. I, it, it, some things, as we talk about on this program, I'm sure later in the heat, will turn you off to a point of like, I'm done. I'm good. I've, I've had my, my portion. I'm good. This has not. This is one of those moments where I thought to myself, this works. This is wonderful. This is a great character development thing for him. I love the fact that they put the lay over him afterwards. as the chief. Oh, it's beautiful. I thought beautiful. that was wonderful. And I have a lot to think about going forward. And I'm very excited because you and I have always been on, on the uh, Roman Reigns bandwagon and it's everybody's trying to jump on this thing now ray ray and everybody else talking about the heel turn oh no ray ray did like him so i'll give ray ray the credit although the ray heel ray turn likes everyone ray ray likes everybody <laughs> but there are some people out there that didn't like roman reigns now they're trying to jump on the bandwagon or whatever which is whatever you, you know there are pink hats out there as they usually say well so look at like we've been literally it's this has been the thing for reigns with like for years we said when they do i want to turn him heel he's going to be the biggest baby face in the company right because people want to root for a heel roman reigns sure it's just how it is and so now they're actually doing it, and everyone's like, ah, like freaking out about right. it. So this is exactly how it would have went. And, uh, you know, once you all are just so obsessed with him, that's when they're going to do the flip back oh, yeah. where he's just going to be a baby face yeah. again. So he's, he's still a badass because he's Roman Reigns. Sure. So here's, here's the thing, though. Like, I am I am so in love with the fact that there was no audio from the crowd and you heard everything in this matchup. Because to me, this match was secondary. The, like, the match itself wasn't that great, you know, minus the Rough Rider that Roman Reigns pulled out that made me giggle. It was a beatdown, man. But yeah, it was. Rider. Yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> the Rough, the rough, or they say the Reigns Rider, somebody said on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> which I'm sure all the women would love. 
Uh, I'm sure a lot of the women would like to get a Reigns Rider to the face. Exactly. So uh, there's so much about this match that I just enjoyed, but it, the match itself wasn't great. It was the, it was the Gaga. It was the Theta. It was it was bringing me to a point of like, here's here's what I always strive to tell people when we're booking matches on the you know on the lower local circuit here. I always tell everybody, or at least I tell my partner, I go, is there emotional stakes here? Is there emotional value? Like, is there any type of, why are these two people fighting? Like, I shouldn't have to, I haven't, I, in my head, I shouldn't have to do mental gymnastics when I'm watching something like wrestling. I want to be entertained. It's popcorn. Like, I want to chow down on my popcorn and go, I like this guy. I don't like this guy. I like this girl. I don't like that girl. I want to see something happen. And what's the backstory here? Should be easy. It can be simple. It can be very, you know, deliberate. This is deliberate, in my opinion. And I am so excited because I believe that we are going to get, like, this is going to be a slow, methodical kind of change where it's going to take like at least to the Royal Rumble just to get the full essence of what he is. And then we're off to the races. So this so is like a slow windup. I'm proud of you. What? You're also not a fast food fan. No, I, I gave up on fast food. I only eat uh, healthy now because, you know, kids and all that stuff. So I eat a lot of baby food, actually. It's very good for you. Keeps you regular. So. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So does fast food. That's <laughs> true. Actually, you know what? You're probably right. You're probably right. You get some Taco Bell. You're gonna be more than regular. You're good to go. That's right. You'll probably get your bag of grease from uh, Five Guys. Oh, you know, oh, sponsors I, I for the show. I have not had Five Guys forever. Why? And I, there's literally one across the street from me. I haven't Here's, had it forever. Here, right now, gun to your head. Top three. Don't think about it. Top burger joints. Go. Top burger joints. Yeah, go. Top three places to go. Uh, five Guys, Shake Shack, In and Out. You didn't even put fucking Fuddruckers on there. Oh, Fuddruckers is right there. I've been really digging Shake Shack lately. Now that we have something in Boston, I've been digging that. But Five Guys is an, is an OG. Five uh, Guys isn't on my list. It goes Fuddruckers and then everything else. I don't give a shit. So. Yeah, no, it's actually. It's have, right you there. Tried, have you tried Burger I Am in Burlington? It's fantastic. I know. No, I've, it's it's actually. I've even heard of it. It's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, and we'll talk about this out the program, but it's in the same plot. You don't have to. It's in the Let same. Listen. When we when we went when we would go for lunch and dinner, sometimes oh, okay. the, um, where like the and, and urgent care is and like all the like yeah yep. like it's in there. So check it out. Okay. Well, guess what? I like never go to Burlington anymore because you don't. Yeah, you don't work there. I get it. It's sad. Fine. I miss Burlington. Burlington so, was awesome. Uh, yeah, zero out of ten. Where do you lie? Clash of Champions, Gold Rush. I don't know if there was really a Gold Rush per se. But, uh, Six point five, but I expected a three. So, so it's still a positive in your opinion. Yeah, because it had what a, a potential match of the year, and it had that beautiful thing at the end, and there was enough other little things that at least percolated my interest. So you're saying the bread was delicious, but the meat and potatoes of the the whole thing was terrible. No, because the meat was the the main event, and then like sandwich, the sandwich beginning the sauce, and end is the yeah, sandwich. No, 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 no. Yeah, you but, but the meat's hungry. the best part. The meat's the best part. The sauce though of the ladder match. I just, by the way, I know we're talking a lot about food and everybody's going to be like, God damn it, they're making us hungry. I just want to, I just, I just, I just, I literally just want In-N-Out Burger here. Yeah, it's never going to happen, bro. No, I know. I'm just saying. So once you, once you told me when I was going to California and when I went to Animal Style, you told me to get Animal Style. Nicole looked at me and go, what the hell is this bullshit? And then I was like, Josh said to get it. Who the fuck is Josh? And I said, JC said, get it. And then I got it. And I was like, this is amazing. This is a wonderful thing. It's like sex in your mouth. It's just, they're, they're like. Pretty much, if you don't know, guys, what animal style is, it's like double sauce, and they put a lot of those delicious like onions on there. Mm, it is, it is so good. But also, Mandy, speaking of sex, we got to get to the shine. Always in the shine, Mandy Rose. She returned this week. We're gonna get to her more in a bit, but she's always in the shine, so we gotta mention her there. But uh, Nestle Mandy, I'm looking at SmackDown and Raw this week. 
SmackDown wasn't terrible. Obviously, a lot of it kind of irrelevant. But to me, my favorite part of the week was the Baron or King Corbin Matt Riddle match. I mm-hmm. thought this match was beautiful. I know you. Uh, we texted about it. I believe or in the thread. Mm-hmm. This was probably the match of the week besides the triple threat ladder match, in my opinion. Yeah, it's right up there. I think that because I, you know, we obviously talk a lot about Corbin on this program, and you know, he's turned me around completely, one eighty, uh, just because I hated him for so long with his stupid stomach and his terrible <laughs> hair. Uh, his whole body looks like it's winking, but that's beside the point. Uh, you know, and then you know, he turns us around on that. Uh, and Matt Riddle, regardless if you like him or not, uh, in between the ropes is really, really, really good. And I. Uh, this is a good quality match. That's just, you know, there's not a lot of good quality matches on Raw and SmackDown, it seems, lately. And there are a lot of good quality matches everywhere else. So we have to call these good ones on the carpet and say, if you're not going to watch everything this week, if you go back and watch, watch one thing, watch that one. If it's on free TV for you guys. And again, it was amazing. The promo before the match, eh, I could go without it with those two talking in the box. But whatever it is, what it is. But just it, it was the styles meshed well. Everything, you know, was great. Uh, I, I was surprised that Bro lost, and then he had a setback, and then he did his Bro little thing afterwards, whatever. Which I guess it's fine, but I, I could have done without the uh, the uh, I lost and I'll be fine promo. But it was very UFC, and he is UFC, so I guess I can I can forgive that aspect of it. Yeah, no, it was beautiful. I'm glad Corbin got the win. Uh, we're probably going to get this again, which I don't think is a bad thing because they clearly have good chemistry. The only other note I have from SmackDown in terms of shine was. Uh, you know, the Otis, Tucker, Miz, and Morrison thing continued. And Tucker, being a very smart man, noticed on that contract that Miz had that his name was the only one on it. So that means Otis was able to attack Morrison. There's just, they're giving us, it's like a jelly bean trail. You're picking up a few as you're going on the way. They're not giving it to you all at once. They're making you earn it. And I think we're going to get a nice prize from the Easter Bunny at the end of this. Ooh, a piece of candy. Ooh, a piece of candy. <laughs> exactly. Ooh, a piece of candy. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought of when you said that. Ooh, a piece of candy. Ooh, a piece of candy. Uh, look, there's so much other un- uh, things that don't matter anymore on SmackDown, so it's really just null and void. The one thing I will Go say, to Raw, baby. I will say the one thing that I, I did appreciate more than anything was the cool, just the coolness of Jay Uso in that promo. Just like he sold that promo in one line for me, saying, "Everybody asks me which one am I," and so for me. That's set up to me going, okay, here's just something we already kind of know. I already know like a foregone conclusion. Give me, give me a, you know, a death by reigns on the pay-per-view. That's fine. But he made me go, okay, like there's a fight here. There's a really cool fight. And how he made that. This is the kind of stuff that I harp on for people. Like you need to be able to sell when you have four weeks to a pay-per-view, it is your job in that program to sell that pay-per-view, whether it's with your fists or with your words. And Jay Uso, within one sentence, said it to me. And I, I just wanted to give it a special shout-out because we know that it's probably going to end up being you know, back to tag team or, or just back to the back for a while for to sell that whole thing with uh, Jay. But I just have to say, leaps and bounds ahead of what I thought was like I was going to see in this entire thing. So I, I just wanted to say, in the predicament he was in, I thought he just he flourished and he did a great job. Yeah, and I'll say this is this is something I know I've talked about before, but a lot of the times, like you know how we mentioned earlier, like Orton McIntyre, they love to have the threes, the trifectas for all these big title feuds. I love these one-off type things because I think you can get a really good story in about four to five weeks, like they've done with this, that is so intriguing. Where sometimes maybe you think there might be a surprise winner upset, you know, so to speak. Like I always point to like. John Cena's feuds with R-Truth and Mark Henry uh, a couple of years ago it was two of my favorite months of TV in terms of the main event picture. Probably didn't think either was going to win. I was convinced Mark Henry was going to win because I'm a Mark Henry guy, always have been. But it's just like, I, we look at this, we're like, we know Jey Uso isn't winning. 
but this is so good and so interesting because this is like when we look back on the career of Jay Uso, it's going to be like that was like his only time in singles where I was like, okay, wow, because they maximized on the story. Every single person they employ has something like that where, you know, even if you don't see them as a main event player long term, you can use them there for a month. They literally, our truth is the perfect example because look at him now. So I just, I like more of that stuff along the way because I think it's interesting. I think it elevates the champion because it makes it interesting. And it's just, it's, it's a nice mix up from like the four to six month feuds we usually get at the top, you know, keeps it fresh. Speaking of keeping it fresh, Monday Night Rerun was in full effect, folks, uh, uh, and it was all over the goddamn place. So I don't know how much positivity I can bring you on this one for the rest of the shine, but uh, I got a full load of heat coming. So, uh, so I got, I really only got one thing from Raw in the oh. shine. Um, you're not going to like it. No, of course not. So go ahead. Just get out of but the way. I'm all in on this Mysterio Jerry Springer shit, man. Stop. This is just, it is just that good little piece of fucking dirty. It makes me feel dirty that I, like family drama. Come on. This is the Mysterio family. It's great. They are great TV. With, no matter what you think about them, they are great TV. And Seth is just that little fucking annoying nuisance to just instigate them. Obviously, you got the Murphy and Aaliyah shit going on. Like with just the thing, Aaliyah likes Murphy, the sucker feels the text messages. I was dying. She walks away, Murphy confronts Seth. They have their match, obviously, later where Aaliyah cost Dominic the match. So there was a ton going on here. And once again, I say this every week. It's like, okay, nothing else they can do with this feud. And then they do something else. And I'm like, okay, I can watch it again. I just can't stop. It's one of those things where like, is it the best thing in the world? Absolutely not. But it is by far still one of the best things going. We're going to look back on this next year and be like, man, the fact that they got that much content out of that feud for like six months and it wasn't like overtly like I wanted to turn it off early at almost any point is incredible. I love it, WrestleMania. I think this is good shit. It's just a little bit of dirtiness to give you that little taste. Mm, loved it. Shine for me, baby. A little bit. Little bit. It's beautiful. This is heat all all written all over. No, me. it is not. Hundred percent. No, because you is, you just hate Dominic and no, it has nothing. To, this has nothing to do with Dominic. Has nothing to do with him. You don't like fun WrestleMania. No, I just Jerry Springer. No, is fun. you like trash. It is fun. You like Catch trash. me outside. Catch you me outside. Like bitch. Trash. Catch me outside. You watch The Bachelor. You like trash. Catch me outside. You you like trash. That's what you like. Everyone That's what you likes like. trash. Everyone likes trash. Whether they want to this admit one, it or not, there's the, different types of trash. The fact, the fact, a little bit of trash in my wrestling, give it to me. The fact that a 19-year-old girl is, is smitten over 31-year-old men makes my skin that crawl. That is literally not abnormal at all. It, it happens that, all But that's what I'm saying. It should be. It, sh it should be. No. It's fucked you up. see, Alexa Bliss would be very upset. Did you see if she was defending her boy on Twitter and people giving her shit? So, what do you, mean? you should read those tweets. Alexa Bliss is like, I'm 29, my boyfriend's 38. She's like, because she literally tweeted out, Murphy, shoot your shot. I support you. And, of course, people are up in her mind. She's like, oh, my God. Well, they were together. Yeah, no shit. But they're up in her mentions because, like, she's only 19. It's like, yo. I don't know what to tell you, man. Some of you are all just all ages. It's just, that's no, all. No, 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 no. Look, look, age is just a number at a certain point. That's all I'm saying. But it's just. Yeah. But but not now. We're past not that now. point with that. No, We're past no. that point. Legally, it's past that point. Sure, that's fine. So that's if, you, if they listen, have the feels for court, each other, in a court of law, let them have fine. the feels for each other. In a court of law, that is absolutely positively yeah. fine. However, 
It's still weird. It's so still ma- weird. Yeah. It's not the right kind of uncomfortable. That's all I'm saying for yeah. me. It's here's here's I just said let me let me ask you let me ask you one thing. Hold on, hold pump the brakes. Let me ask you one thing, and you can sell me on this. And I know you can, because if there's one person that can sell me on it, it'll be you or Danny from overseas. If Danny wants to sell it to me, I'm asking this legitimately because I'm I I I I have liked it up to this point. This is where I think they've left the dolphin. They've jumped the shark. They've done everything. If you can sell me on this, I will shut up. Okay, I'm Ready? listening. Explain to me who comes out on top of this and who gets the benefit of looking the best out of this and how does it how does it make somebody look better in this entire thing? That's what I want to know. Uh, okay, so the benefit is the viewer, clearly. No, no, no. no. I'm talking about the wrestler. I'm talking about who the wrestler who who benefits from this as a wrestler. Hmm. It depends how they go with this. No, I'm asking that, what you hypothetically so, could think of. So what, what what are we projecting here? There's obviously going to be another match. Aaliyah might fully side. Like I think it's honestly it's Murphy. I think it's Murphy getting the most how, out okay. of this how, because how, how? he's because it's not only that he's still feuding with the Mysterios and now he's like he's suddenly in the central point of the story. The story's been Dominic and Seth, Ray and Seth. Now the central point is Murphy and Aaliyah, and Seth is just an outside part with Murphy where. Murphy clearly isn't a big fan of Seth anymore, but they're still uh, like he's still leading Seth on. So I think it's it's a hundred percent Murphy because he's suddenly in the spotlight of this feud. He's going to be the one getting the matches. The focus is on him storyline wise. People are interested in him. He people are talking about Murphy for the first time in this feud. So it's a hundred percent but Tim Murphy. This is the biggest push he's ever gotten in his career. Oh yeah, you're not, you're kidding me? This is incredible for him. Sure, and you've always been a Murphy guy. Murphy's incredibly talented. This is awesome for him. And if you're he trying wins, to shut it down. No, I'm just asking. He doesn't need to win. Man. No, he doesn't need to. No, he, you're right. He, he doesn't, doesn't need to win for that. But I will say this much. Man. I will say this. He's much. already won. Here's here's he, we don't know that. We don't know that. I mean, in terms of like exposure okay, and let me, being in a no, 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 storyline. Let, let me ask yeah, you this: Is there at any point in this entire storyline that you would feel uncomfortable? That you're like, okay, this is enough for me. Do you think that there's a like for you personally? Is there something that they can go? That's too much, Bob. Hmm. I don't know. It'd, it'd be pretty hard because I'm a pretty open-minded if they, person. If, if they have like them in a hotel room and the cereals and Dominic come in and you beat the hell out of them, is that too far? <laughs> is that too I far? I hotel balls. I don't know. I'd like, I just... I is it, so, they, would... so the age thing doesn't bother you and the, no. the, the sexuality of it, that potential sexuality of it doesn't bother you? No. I'm not approved, by the it, way. Like, I'm it, no, no, no. I'm... It, it, look, the, my only thing is like, I think it's just one of those things. It's like, yes, you look at the numbers and obviously like, People, most people don't have issues with the age gaps, but I understand when it's a younger person with like that's where the age gap thing comes into play. But she can't even order alcohol, folks. You know what I mean? Like that's where it's kind of weird. It's true. It's true. But it's just just that's separate from what this is. You know what I mean? No, I get like if because there's going to be a point like what is it twenty five to rent a car or something like that? Yeah. So if people put that like you can put out all these barriers you want, but if someone like someone else, I'm all for it if it's within. The legal rights and she is past the age of consent so if they have a thing for each other storyline or not who am i to judge man who am i to judge that's just the way i look at it. that's all that's all my defense because i'm not going to come out here and be like oh or call people prudes because everyone's entitled to their opinion sure but that's just me i'm not i'm not going to judge everyone you do you man you do you Leah. you do you buddy i hope everyone lives happily ever after that's what i want you think you think buddy's going to be welcome to the mysterio family Here's, Hell here's, no. here's that's why it's good TV, here's, man. It's always it, like this is the boyfriend the family doesn't like, right. and it makes the girl like him more. So this is like 
typical TV. This is a beautiful. So we haven't had something like this in wrestling in a while. It's that trashy storyline that you love and inject it right in, baby. So here's my Double other thing dose. too that, that that nobody else is talking about. Not three. I, let me, I make sure I have this correct. It might have been four weeks ago. Let me see. One, two, three, four. Four weeks ago. The entire family is beating the shit out of Buddy Murphy with kendo sticks. You're going to tell me in four weeks she's gone from beating him up to loving him? That, to me, is a little That's too much. Mania. I'm just saying. If I could, if I could explain saying. love, if I could explain love, I'd, I'd probably be a savant, man. If someone could explain love, like, I want to meet him. I'm just saying. I'm I want to meet him. Because that person, they got it all figured out. Okay, let's move on because we could talk about this all day. But, again, I think this is garbage, hot trash. It's greatness. Uh, the only other thing that I kind of liked is uh, I heard Andrade speak and I didn't hate it. And this is one of those things like he's always been a guy that's been kind of like held down. But in terms for this, like a quick promo, just him yelling about Garza. I liked it. But then, of course, I was like, oh, Keith Lee Andrade. This could be a really good match. Squash. So didn't clearly matter. I don't care about Andrade. Didn't matter. That's all. Didn't can move on. fucking matter. Uh, I think that's it for me because there's nothing else in this show that I really, really enjoy. Let's do this thing. Let's get heady, baby. Get heated. Get heated with it. Nah, 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 nah. Get heated with it. Nah, nah, nah. Hey, WrestleMania, yep. you want to start with some reruns? Let's do it. Oscar and Zelina again because that's what we wanted. Rerun. Six-man tag with the Hurt Business and uh, Ali, Apollo, and Ricochet because that's what we want. Rerun. Alistair Black had new music because uh, CFO. It sucks, but KO wins again. Rerun. Oh, it's bad. Did I miss any? Did it's I miss back. any? Yeah, I... I'm sure on SmackDown we we've just we've we've given up on SmackDown because it's so not necessary. It's point. outdated, yeah. But it is on Raw specifically. It is just it's awful. Like it is just. I I I mean I I haven't seen Keith Lee versus Andrade, but I'm pretty sure I feel like I've seen it already. Like there's just I wish they would have gave us more of it because I got excited. I'm like this could be a good matchup. Right. They can show like what Andrade is being a good wrestler. Like Keith Lee doesn't need to squash him. I think they both get out of more of a lawn like at least double segment match. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. The other thing that threw me off too was just like there's so much in here that just, as you know from the COVID problem, they said that, that everything didn't know what was going on. If you listen to yeah. the dirties, that nobody they didn't really know what was going on until an hour before the show. Which again, that's hard to do. That's very hard. Again, to do. so that's why like I give them credit for at least getting stuff on. Yeah. But that doesn't mean we have to like it. You no, know what exactly. I mean? so. And so people that like people like TJ and I love TJ. TJ, of course, is going to be hosting uh, the catch NXT- him on Sunday. 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 NXT. Sunday. Sunday. Once NXT is over, I don't know if it'll be live, but at least recording with his brother, the brothers Quinn, will be going to NXT Hangover on the uh, Jabberknocker YouTube. So check that out as they break down and discuss, you know, the third or fourth best brand in WWE. So that'll be fun. <laughs> Uh, Quinn Magic, the Quinn Twins, whatever you want to call them, they will be live or posted on Live the tape or whatever they do. But they, yeah. do an exce- they do an exceptional job bringing it down. And if you don't like me, it's 45 minutes of them just shitting all over your Nestlemania. So there it is, folks. You'll enjoy it one way or the other. But definitely check it out. It'll be there either Sunday night or Monday morning most likely. So check that out on the Jobberknocker YouTube. You happy now, TJ? You got your fucking plug. Jesus. Well, you're about to bury him, so you want well, to be Well, listen, if I'm going to bury him, I'm going to at least put him over before I bury him so we can fall That's further. True. That's what you do. Where were we? In the heat. Speaking Got of uh, falling over, uh, over the hill, uh, we had a geriatrics uh, and Christian hit the ring. Um, Drew joined them. So it was Drew, Christian, and a bunch of geriatrics. Uh, Randy Orton obviously was upset and left, blah, blah, blah. We saw this, but like... I could have done without that little dog and pony show. I actually enjoy the card game shit because that was like, it was like a little breakup, like in and out of breaks. But the in-ring segment, I was like, okay, we're filling time. Waste of time. 
Well, if you notice, I don't know if you noticed this, that the Rand, we'll talk about the Randy Orton uh, portion of the end of this. He, you know, he left at the beginning. And then if you looked in the Hurt Business promo yes, backstage, MVP. Grandpa was Randy Orton. So that was great. Uh, I, I don't know if there were any other uh, portions of it. I just didn't detect it enough because I was, you know, clearly half asleep. Um, but uh, it, it's nice little storytelling there. I will say this much. I feel bad for the bastard that had to edit that Randy Orton thing because the the cartoon sound effects of ping, ding, ping, you know, and then like the rustling, it sounded like, you know, the, the Looney Tunes when the, the lights go out and somebody gets beaten up and you just hear, wow. Honestly, WrestleMania, I was think awful. they did it live and Orton was just standing in place, hitting the chair against the wall. Oh, that's I'm what sure it of it. Like to me. I'm sure Yeah, because like they, the, to time that that late in the show, I think they probably just did it live. Maybe they did, but it was just, it was rough. It was, it, it was, it was rough to watch. It, 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 gave, it, it served its purpose in terms of the story. I sure. Guess. But here's, here's the thing. But right? it was, wasn't good. Here's the thing. I will say this much. There's something about it that makes me very upset. Very, very upset. And it's just kind of stupid stuff. That's all. So let's move on. What else you got? I don't have much else. The only other note I had was uh, they gave Natty and Lana microphones. No one wants Yeah. That. I was going to say, uh, so poor Mandy Rose comes out looking great, doing the Trish Stratus. Poor thing. Mandy Rose, always like. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That. The reason she's in in is because of her tag partner. So there you go. Are you a Dana Brooks fan? No, Shaman? I'm just saying that there's Mandy. Here's the thing: Mandy Rose was in a tag team with Sonya Deville. They had this amazing tag team. They get broken up. They go into this amazing blood feud of the whole thing, and then of course all that crap happens. And then she, finally, she overcomes Sonya to be a big fucking star, only to get saddled with. Dana she is, but here's the here's what what does WWE now need more than anything right now? I don't know women's, women's tag, tag teams, teams. but it's just it's just it's oh. just it's an unfortunate timing thing, and it's just it like I said to you, it's like sweet and sour. You know, it's just like it's great that Mandy's on television, but it, now she's saddled. Well, with Well, no, it's gonna be funny when they win the tag titles like immediately, and Mandy and Sonya, who probably should have been the first women's tag team champions, never got that shot. Yeah, exactly. but Mandy's gonna win it instantly with Dana Brooke because Vince is like mm, blondie and flexy. Mm. <laughs> By the way, I do want to say. Mandy Rose's shirt hair, short hair, match made in heaven. I just the more I see it, the more she Instagrams, the more I see it, it's just like I never would have guessed it because I'm always a long hair guy. I'm a short hair shamer a lot of the times, but short hair with shamer. Mandy, with Mandy, it works, man. It hashtag. more than works. That's gonna be your new. That's gonna be your new. That's gonna be your new moniker. Hashtag short hair shamer. Yeah, except for Mandy. Mandy's the exception that proves the rule. I don't, think any other heat? I don't think there's anything else that I really want to get uh, into. So let's I get, think we should get hopeful. Let's get hopeful. Let's get let's let's sweep all that bad crap under the rug and let's get some hopeful stuff in here. Would you like to go first? Or would, are you prepared? I am prepared. Okay. Glorious. Uh, so my hope, Nestlemania. I know we've been jacked up for it. You mentioned it in the thread. Know what we love? Drafts. You know what we got in a few weeks? A WWE draft. Even though they've already traded like 10 superstars between the shows. As you saw in Raw with Mandy, Dana, Drew Gulak, like all these people already there. But we'll get an actual draft. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give you a six-pack of superstars. Three to Raw, three to SmackDown that I would like to see here in my hope for the WWE draft. So we'll start off with someone from Raw going to SmackDown. And it's a guy who is so talented. He does things that nobody else can do. And he just hasn't really been a fit on Raw. He's been a sidekick. But on SmackDown and the types of guys they over have over there, I think he could be a big star again. Pew, pew, pew! Send Ricochet to SmackDown, baby. Match made in heaven. Imagine him with Sammy. Imagine him with Styles. Imagine him with Jeffy Boy. It just It's perfect. Put him in the ring with Corbin again. That always worked out, too. So Ricochet to SmackDown. But Raw? Raw needs somebody, too. So my singles man superstar to Raw? He's already kind of been there. By the way, no underground last night, but that's probably because of COVID. But Roar! Braun Strowman, he's done all he can do on SmackDown. 
he needs to get away from Roman Reigns. He needs to get away from The Fiend. So send him to Raw. There's a lot of new things he can do there, especially now as a heel. He'd go to Raw. So also now, next up, it's like, okay, I want to send some women to Raw and SmackDown and some tag teams to Raw and SmackDown. So at first, we'll start with the tag teams. You know who would be a good fit on Raw, especially in a feud with the Street Profits? The Grizzled Young Veterans! We haven't seen them in forever because they're over in the UK. But they were starting to get a little push in NXT here, stateside, and I was excited for it. So bring them over, but put them on Raw because they need tag teams. SmackDown, send Breezango to SmackDown. Let them win those titles. Let them be double champions because I love Breezango. Bring back the fashion files just to irk Nestle because they were the greatest thing on TV. Now we get to my woman's traits or drafts. Send Lacey Evans back to Raw, man. Lacey Evans on SmackDown. They don't use her. They'll use her on Raw. She'll give Asuka that woman's right, win her first woman's championship. But on SmackDown, who's uh, one of my favorite wrestlers in WrestleMania? Who's in NXT? Sorry, TJ. I'm stealing some of your best people. Eo? Tegan Knox. Oh, okay. And Tegan Knox in a feud with Sasha. Tegan Knox in a feud with Bailey. Sign me up. So those are my trades. Oh, and a bonus one. You ready for this? I think it's going to happen anyways because of the vignettes. Bo Dallas back to NXT so we can both leave again and people can touch my butt. He touched my butt. <laughs> So there's your bonus. There's right. your bonus. That's my hope. Hashtag JC knows. Hashtag JC's hopes come true. All righty. My hope this week is, interestingly enough, Roman Reigns. I'm very intrigued by Roman Reigns, and here's what I want. Give me what I want. Roman Reigns needs to be that mafia boss that he said, right? There needs to be something about Roman Reigns that is going to be different this time around. I need to look at Roman Reigns differently. I want to see Roman Reigns in a dark room at the head of a table. I want to see Roman Reigns doing different things here and there. I want to have him be the biggest heel in the company. And you know what, JC? We're in the middle of a pandemic, right? So you, you, you've you lived through the pandemic as much as I have. And um, let's talk about very quickly, who's, in your opinion, like, what, not just wrestling-wise. I'm saying, like, in dealing with people in general, who are the biggest heels during the pandemic? You know who are the biggest heels, in my opinion? People who hoard all the supplies. Toilet paper. Toilet paper. Different things, necessities that people need. Here's what I would love to see. I want Roman Reigns to literally say this is his WWE. You can't make a decision without me in the WWE. What I would love to do during this pandemic to make him really that big of a shit big heel, I would love for him to be able to go and say, I'm going to take the gear. I'm going to take the wrist tape i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to hoard all the hairstylists i'm going to take everything everything belongs to me and you have to get verbal consent and and all that stuff he has to be the mafia boss of smackdown he has to he has to be the overlord of smackdown I, nothing moves without roman reigns that's what i want i'm obviously doing it for comedic effect with the with the wrist tape and the hairstylist and all that stuff but i'm just saying it would be amazing to say did you get that clarified by the chief? Did you get clearance from the chief? I want to see that. I want to see that shit. Like, like, oh, you know, uh, you know, like, you know, who made that match? Was it cleared by the chief? I want that so bad. I so Constable Roman Reigns. I want this. I want this to be. No, he doesn't. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't. He's not gonna wear a weight or vest or anything. But I'm just saying, it would be great to have it be one of those things where it's just like he sits at a table. He rarely wrestles when he has to do the 30 day thing. Whatever, come out do his thing. But that's what I would love. I would love nothing more than every week on SmackDown he gets his throne. Maybe it's like a Samoan throne with like all this crap around it that's very much to his heritage. He's sitting at a big dark table doing his thing, looking the only way he can look with his ponytail in the back and everything. I I, I just – I would love for everybody to ask for permission from the chief because that implies that he is basically an overlord. And I think that's where we're headed 
And I'm curious to see what we do here. Because I think the Usos eventually are going to end up kind of with them. I think Tamina, I think, is on SmackDown. I think the last time I checked. Not that I want Tamina, but the heritage of the family is going to be there. They're probably going to pick people from NXT that might have had some type of fourth cousin. Some of the, the Samoas. It, just, there's so many Samoans there. It's ridiculous. So I think that they're going to do something with this tribal thing, man. I know you don't like Tribal Chief, man, but I, I it's see... It's a dumb this, moniker. I, well, you know, it's a Paul Heymanism, so clearly it's dumb. But it's just... I'm, I am curious to have him be the overlord of SmackDown. Like, I would love that. Having him be the big boss, the big dog, if you will, I think it's wonderful. And I think it's it adds that mentality of, like, you're really going to go after the big dog? You're really, you're really going to do that? Like, I would love to see that kind of stuff. Like, just the fact that he'd be irked that someone won a belt and didn't ask him for permission to be a number one contender would drive me, like, through the wall, like, with happiness. I think it'd be fantastic. So, for me, I'm excited with it. I'm very excited. So I, that's my hope. I want him to be the overlord of SmackDown. I want him to just be in control of little every a little aspect of it. It would be awesome. Just fucking amazing. Roman Reigns is a hoarder. I did not expect that. Yes. But speaking of uh, all the supplies, hoarding, not at all. But uh, we're gonna go to the comeback. Okay. Don't call it a comeback. She's been here for years. Mandy Night Raw is officially begun. The era of Mandy, the Golden Goddess the greatness of everything so she's back on tv there's no one absolutely no one more deserving of my comeback than mandy rose my comeback goes to the one and only the glorious bobbit rude i love watching so here's the thing i didn't have an inkling of what was going to happen they had the open challenge early in the night and i went okay cool and then they had dolph ziggler saying i got somebody and i went to myself and said okay it's probably rude but then they went out of their way with bad camera cuts before he came out with that stupid Lazy Susan thing they were trying to hide. And I was just like, okay, here it comes. He did look a little doughy. He's been stuck in Canada. That is what it is. But uh, he did a good job. He, you know, it's funny when I watch Mac and, and Rude go at it on Monday Night Raw. It's a very safe WWE-style matchup that you can depend upon. It's like, here's the thing about Rude. I'm excited to have him in there because it, like it's somebody like new. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, you know, we were waiting for new people to show up. So he's not new per se in that aspect, but it's interesting to have him in there as a mid-card guy to get him maybe, you know, a 24-7 championship or have him, you know, or challenge. Or Street Profits need some heels to fight. That's true. The glorious. There you go. That's, that's what I was thinking the whole time. I'm like, thank God we have another heel tag team on Raw so we can stop with Andrade and Garza. Right. Just parade them. <laughs> it is just like, that's the kind of thing, like, I, I'm okay with it. Like, and it's so... Rude will have, he'll be plug and play. He's not the guy that's returning to NXT, guys, so stop that bullshit right now. I think you're head I'm going to laugh if he, if yeah. he does now. But, uh, no, I'm, I was excited because I was like, okay, cool, something new and something that, like, it, it, at least a little bit different. Uh, clearly had no chance winning because he's Robert Rude, but, you know, it was exciting in my part. So that's my comeback. It gave McIntyre another notch in his belt. It did. It wasn't necessarily a notch that anybody cares about, but I'm excited to see him back because, again, heels, heels. Yeah, we need we need heel tag heels. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I think it's time to big get finish? a big finish. We're I one, two, three. What a maneuver! It's time to get big finishy. And we're gonna talk about NXT Takeover, which once again a reminder: this Sunday or Monday morning, you have to catch NXT Hanover on the Jobberknocker YouTube page with Quinn Magic, the Quinn Twins. Um, speaking of finishes, WrestleMania, I'm actually gonna be a guest on uh, PCP. You weren't able to do it because you are a busy man. But uh, we're going to be talking about finishers. So I thought bring it up in the finish 
might be a good thing. Uh, Tuesday night, live on YouTube around 9.30. You can catch it on demand. So that'll be fun. It's our boy, Billy. We always support our boy, Billy. I'm on there with Rossi. Someday, we got to get the Nestle-Rossi collision because the amount of bad takes in a row <laughs> might end the world between the two of you. It's like the immovable force and the uh, oh. whatever they say. The immovable yeah. force and the other object or whatever. It's just like It'll be so bad it's good, baby. Yeah. Or, so, yeah, or, or a big that. swerve and we become like best friends. So who knows? You Well, it's one of those things. It's like you guys are similar in a way. So it's either that you're going to be two peas in a pod or you're going to be mortal enemies because you're too much the same. Yeah. There's no there's so no middle ground. Either way, either way, people would win. So Okay. But uh, also, give us five stars, five flames on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, uh, YouTube, like we mentioned. Uh, like us on there. It's a big help. Uh, subscribe, all that bullshit. Uh, five stars, five flames. Uh, Jobberknocker.com. That's the website where Nestlemania the entire staff will have their NXT TakeOver predictions. And there's only four matches right now, so there probably will be a fifth added on Wednesday night. So you can see the updated picks on JobberKnocker.com. But you know what else, what else we have on JobberKnocker.com? Weekly NXT. Weekly AW. Weekly Impact. All done by our boys, uh, TJ NXT, the Joe Stopper AEW, and our boy Dom does Tuesday Night Impact. Uh, we do want to wish... Uh, our boy, the real deal, B. Cox, is, has to step away from his role as the NXT UK reporter for the Jobberknocker. So we had a great write-up last week. You should definitely check out. But uh, we are in the process of finding someone new. But Brandon did a great job for us for, what, year and a half, two years? Yeah. Probably maybe in two and a half. Uh, so we love Brandon. Uh, hope he comes back someday. But Twitter at Jobberknocker, at Nestlemania, at JC of the JK, at DQ of the JK, at Ray Ray of the JK, at Billy D. 2411 at Joe Pollock 47 at TJ of the JK and at Dummy Feds 33 Facebook Jobber Knocker Instagram Jobber Knocker because we're everywhere you want to be on social media, baby. Well, WrestleMania, we're finally here. NXT Takeover, your favorite show weekly. NXT. There are four matches scheduled. Like we said, there will probably be a fifth, so make sure you check out JobberKnocker.com. Uh, first up, we have the TJ Open. Uh, I guess a singles match for the. NXT North American Championship. Damian Priest, the champion, one of your favorites, defends against another one of your favorites, Johnny Gargano. Who you got? I mean, clearly, Damian Priest has to continue with going on what he's doing with his infamy crap, and uh, that's great and all that stuff. But uh, if Johnny <laughs> Gargano... It, you if don't Justin, sound like you think it's great. If Johnny Gargano can uh, wrestle with uh, maybe less than 20 minutes, I'll be super happy. Because if this guy ends up putting up the Walnut Credenza 45 minutes in this goddamn thing, I'm going to throw a fucking fit. Because clearly this man takes Metropolis instead of City. He takes the scenic route when he tells a wrestling story. So TJ's going to be sitting there going, wah, 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 he's great. But you know what the realization is, folks? Less is more. Johnny Gargano, maybe you should do less. That's all I'm saying. Do less. I will also take Damian Priest, but until Cameron Grimes defeats him for the North American title, I don't give a fuck about this title. Uh, next up, we have a singles match between Kushida and the Velveteen Dream. I'm going to take Kushida. I've never, I don't really get the Kushida hype. I don't find his matches interesting, but I think he picks up the win here. I think that they're riding this dream train all the way through. Give me dream. I don't know why, but it just feels like Kushida is clearly not even the same level as what the dream is. So that's what I feel about that one. Wow. Next up, we have a singles match for the NXT Women's Championship. Io Shirai, who we actually do love. Yes. Probably the best superstar in NXT. Defends against Candice LeRae. I think this is an Io win, but I think this could be match of the night. I really enjoy this on a different note. Uh, because I picked Candice LeRae to win because you guys thought I was crazy. But she won. She won big time. 
Uh, I think I'm going to go out on a pick limb Pick her here. again, coward. I'm going to pick her again. I'm going to pick Candice what? LeRae to beat Io Shirai. Yes, I am, folks. Candice LeRae, with the help of Johnny Johnny No Nuts, is going to help and win. And uh, <laughs> he's going to win big time with, with his wife winning. And that's how he's going to live vicariously. He's already done everything on NXT. So TJ can talk about how great he is and his clout and his 45 fucking minute matches. But his wife is going to win. The first championship that she probably deserved a long time ago, and I think she's going to beat Io Shirai. There you go. I like it. I like the hot take. Yeah. Next up, we have the main event, a singles match for the NXT Championship. Finn Balor defends against Kyle O'Reilly, who won the Gauntlet Eliminator. This match should probably be a technical like jerk-off fest. This is going to be a beautiful match, I think. I think Finn Balor is going to retain, but I think Kyle O'Reilly is going to think you make you think multiple times throughout this match that he has a chance. I mean, he's not that I think Kyle O'Reilly is a tomato can, but these are just paper paper champion kind of things right out of the gate. What? For, yeah, yeah. Finn Balor's holding this championship until you know Cross can come back with his shoulder. That's essentially what he's doing. He's he's treading water, and uh, I think that poor Kyle O'Reilly. As much as I love Kyle O'Reilly, I think he's fantastic. He deserves a single. Poor Kyle O'Reilly. This is the biggest spot he's ever been in. in no, NXT. I know that, and it's going to be a big deal. He did a great job in the uh, Gauntlet Eliminator. I thought that was awesome. I thought that the end with him and Grimes was great, but uh, yeah, I just I'm not a huge fan of. Uh, like, I don't know, like, I just don't know if you're excited because you kind of already know the outcome. And sometimes when you don't know the outcome the best, that's when you have the most fun. Like, who's going to win? I, agree, I don't know. But I think this match is going to be, I just like, this is something that's like, I didn't think about I wanted. And then I heard it and I'm like, I really want to Do see you this. think this is going on last or do you think EO Candice is going on last? No, I think this is going on last. Okay. I'm just, I'm just curious. I think it's the minute. I think, yeah. I, honestly, I think that EO Candice to me will probably be, in my opinion, should go on last. I don't think it will. But if I had if I had a book, I'd say, eh, we kind of know Finn's going to win. No big deal. But Io Shirai and Candice, there's a very good chance you don't know. You don't know. And I think that that's the only one that I'm really excited to see what happens. So that's what I, I hope Cameron Grimes is on the pay-per-view. That's all I care about. To I hope moon, he comes out and beats the shit out of Damian Priest to the moon. To the moon. Yeah, I don't have much else to say about NXT. That's well, okay. Uh, like we said, fifth match, check out thejabberknocker.com. <laughs> It's a dot com. That's what you always used it's to say. It's a dot com. We paid for it. What else? So. You got anything else? I haven't even looked at AEW. AEW. Oh, no, I mean, I'm not going to even bother with that. I mean, I'm going to watch what? it. But I'm not, No, I love AEW. I'm just saying there's nothing. They've not gone out of their social media way. That's all I'm saying. Sometimes they go out of their way to post things on social media. I think uh, next week, if I remember correctly, is uh, is this the week where they have uh, the six-man tag with Darby Allen, Mox, and uh, Willie? Well, Lance Archer got COVID, so I don't know if he's cleared yet. He might have another week. No, no, no. Weren't they going to do something weird where, like, I mean, I'm, I'm probably way behind, excuse me, but I thought there was a six-man tag with Darby Allen and Mox and everybody else. It was. It was supposed to be Mox's team versus Archer's team, but then it got canceled. That's why Eddie Kingston got the match. I mean, put um, Eddie Kingston I, in there. And then, then I, I called out the rankings on Twitter, and the Virgins got really upset because I said an unranked guy is getting a title shot, and people got really mad, being like, yeah! So... Don't call out AEW on Twitter, because you just have to deal with Virgin fans all day. It's It's... It's obnoxious. I love AEW, you morons. I was just questioning their stupid fucking ranking system. It's true. It makes no goddamn sense. Not one time. Not one iota. But, you know, beggars can't be choosers. I don't think there's anything else that, that that's too exciting this weekend besides NXT. So hopefully you enjoy NXT. Uh, and I will hopefully... Again, get... on Sunday, check out The Hangover. The Hangover with TJ and DQ. Available on... YouTube? YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, there you go. New YouTube. Dot com slash job probably. I don't know. I should know these things. Uh, but anyway, 
<laughs> maybe 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 TJ will have a little bit of a backbone and then give the invite to the rest of the Jobberknocker guys and see if somebody like I don't know JC or Nestlemania shows up to talk smack. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. You never know who's gonna show up. It's live, sorta. Uh, so we know you won't show up because you don't watch NXT. Oh no, but I would show up just to just to, just to give Danny and uh, TJ a hard time, specifically TJ. But uh, that's because uh, you know. You, you, you give the you give the, the business to the people that you like. So, all right, anyway, on that note, thank you for enjoying the uh, Jobber Knocker again, and we'll be back next week with more Jobber Knockery. Hoo-ah! <laughs>